maybe he is in the weight room while listening to the David Glenn show. Are you all right with that? There's a lot of worse things he could be doing. <laughs> yeah, he's not playing video games. He's not, you know, napping. I mean, you know, James does a great job for us in the community. In the Already classroom. has a job line, yeah, though. Yeah, he's, he's big time. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We did have a lot of fun at the ACC kickoff event. That was Dave Doran of the Wolfpack describing one of his star defenders, lineman James Smith-Williams, who grew up in the triangle, star at the high school level, of course, before signing with NC State. And he told us a story where, A, he loves the David Glenn Show. Thanks, James. We appreciate your work as well. And that he would occasionally have to talk his mom out of changing the channel in the car so that in the triangle, part of our audience were heard on 99.9 FM, The Fan. Appreciate the whole Williams family, the whole Smith family, the whole Smith-Williams family, and James in particular for being dedicated DG Show listeners. He has carried that tradition into his time with the Wolfpack, and we appreciate that. It was great. We even snapped a photo with him uh, when we were there in Charlotte. He, of course, among the Noah's Ark-style two players per school in attendance at the ACC kickoff event. Dave Doran, one of the 14 head coaches there. We got to sit down with everybody, and I think we brought nine or ten of those interviews to you during the live portions of our show yesterday and Wednesday. Anything you missed, remember, find our podcast on Twitter, at David Glenn Show. There are other places to find them as well, but we post each hour there. And then accsports.com, the website we created 25 years ago, 1994 to be exact. Uh, we have all of our writing contributions with the ACC in mind, all of our audio contributions of ACC flavor are at that website, accsports.com. So anything you missed these last two days in particular or on the ACC network, for example, our kickoff edition has my long-form deep dive on the ACC network. That magazine will be out in August. Recent magazines out on basketball recruiting and football recruiting from the magazine we created back in 1994 as well. Lines are open in the spirit of Free For All Friday. I have... A couple of emails that I'm going to answer, one of which came in during the break involving Major League Soccer coming to the state of North Carolina. We have the NFL. We have the NBA, sort of. The Hornets are bad, but at least we have the NBA. The NHL, the Canes are relevant again. That's always fun. Major League Baseball, we're not going to have anytime soon, as much as I love the passion behind some of those pursuits from folks who live here and love baseball at that highest level. I celebrate our minor league culture as well. I really think we have a great chance, thanks to David Tepper, to get a, an MLS franchise. I respect the bids of both Raleigh and Charlotte, but I believe David Tepper's wealth, David Tepper's ready-made, although not ideal. It's made for football, Bank of America Stadium, but it gets the Charlotte bid over the where's your stadium hurdle, whereas Raleigh is still giving artists renderings and negotiating with politicians over tax revenue and multiple things. Fascinating bid by Raleigh. And they have the people, for those who don't know, in Raleigh, just as they do in Charlotte. It's not a market size issue. Got to have the money, got to have the market size, got to have the stadium. And right now, the arrows are pointing towards Charlotte in a really, really good way, thanks to David Tepper. Raleigh is on the list of expansion candidates, but not anywhere near the front of the line until they can show a lot more progress on their stadium. Your questions, your comments, your complaints, and your prognostications are all welcome. Darren Vaught is producing today. He is taking your calls in place of the interns 
who are all either on vacation or on academic assignment or suffering from the Vegas flu on this Friday afternoon. We are, after all, halfway to Margaritaville every Friday. Darren will be the first voice you hear when you dial 1-800-849-2761. This may be simply common sense, but one of the questions I got during the break about the MLS coming to North Carolina, and again, not next year, not the year after that, but they're at 24. They have announced three more. That means 27. And they've made the public statement they're getting to 30. Later this month, St. Louis is expected to be announced as number 28. Sacramento has a great chance of being one of the other two. David Tepper has made Charlotte a great candidate to be one of the other two as well. Again, probably not announced that soon, but his money, his stadium, and that market size are carrying the Charlotte bid forward in a way that was not the case as we've discussed these possibilities over the last couple of years. 1-800-849-2761. Here's the common sense starting point that might not be common sense to everybody, and I'm not insulting the emailer. I'm just kind of trying to paint the big picture here. There are only in our country about 30 to 35 markets that can say that they have a population of more than 2 million people, okay? All MLS franchises are in markets where by various definitions, not just the city, it's not just city limits, there's all sorts of metro area numbers, there's combined statistical area numbers. Some of you in various walks of life know exactly what, you're, what I'm talking about. Others... It may make your eyes roll into the back of your head, but the bottom line is, of course, there's a lot of different ways to measure population. And the reality is that the MLS has stated publicly it's getting to 30 and has implied it wouldn't mind getting to 32, which is, remember, the number for some of the other biggest pro sports that we follow. If there are only 35 markets that can say we have more than 2 million people, and a huge majority of those 30 to 35 markets already have MLS franchises. And, of course, they also have NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball franchises in large numbers. Well, it's not that long a list that Raleigh and Charlotte are battling against for an MLS expansion franchise. By one measuring stick, and save your emails, I know there are other measuring sticks. I understand this. The triad part of our audience, by, a measure, by one measuring stick, is one of the 40 biggest markets in America. 1.7 million people in the triad when you measure it by something that's called a combined statistical area. That's a top 40 market that is not big enough for an NFL, Major League Baseball. It's just, the, the numbers just don't work is the short version. You get to 2 million plus you at least have your foot in the door. And again, the top 10 markets already have MLS teams. Most of the top 25 already have MLS teams. The triangle by the same measuring stick has about 2.3 million people. So triad, less than 2 million, top 40 market. Triangle, 2.3 million, that's a top 30 market. Charlotte, 2.8 million by the same measuring stick. That makes you a top 20 market. So David Tepper has his $13 billion. That is rich even by NFL ownership standards. That is rich by anywhere in the world standards. He has that. He has Bank of America Stadium, and he's saying we have 2.8 million people here. That's a big number as compared not to, you know, Darren, you would know the two largest markets in the United States of America. Yeah, uh, New York and L.A. Yes, okay. 
2.8 million people in Charlotte does not compare to New York and L.A. 2.3 million in the Triangle also does not compare to New York and L.A. But it doesn't matter because at this point, do you know how many MLS teams New York and L.A. have? They each have two, if I'm That's not mistaken. That's correct. They each have two. I believe they're the only examples of having more than one. But they are so far off the charts in terms of market size, it's ridiculous. Like, our, our state is described as having, like, I think it's 11 million people. At last look, it's at least 10 million. It might even be 11 by now. Just, there are only two markets in America that have more people than we have as a state. So, so the, it's, again, it's not like a metro area exactly, but this combined statistical area of New York City and this combined statistical area of Los Angeles slash Long Beach, it's a different measuring stick. They have like 20 million people. So in, in greater New York and greater L.A., however you want to call it, they have twice as many people as we have in our whole state, from the Atlantic Ocean to the Tennessee border, or from Virginia to South Carolina, if you'd like to look at it from north to south. That's a lot of people in a lot less space than we spread our 11 million. So, of course, you can support not just MLS franchises, two each in L.A. and New York. They've got multiple franchises in a lot of other sports as well. There are no other markets like New York and L.A. in our country. So put them aside. They, they, they have four of the 24 teams currently playing. Two markets, four MLS teams. The next largest markets are places like Chicago. Greater area Chicago. Greater area Washington, D.C. You, know, you notice this trend? Are you an MLS fan enough to know? Would you, All of these places have teams. Would you drop the nicknames on me? Like if I well, said DC is DC United. Would you know like Chicago? The I think fire. it's fire. Look yep. at you go. So all right. So third, Maybe it, are they both? I mean, DC United is an original MLS franchise. I think the fire might be as well. Uh, don't put pressure on me that way, no, man. It's sorry. free for all Friday. Anyways. I'm halfway to Margaritaville. <laughs> I'm asking you questions here, Darren. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So Chicago, I think you're right, is the fire. So the third biggest market, of course, has an MLS team. Duh. Like, they're big enough to have the Cubs and the White Sox in baseball. They have the Bears. They have the Bulls. They're big. They're a huge place, as are the rest of the top ten. Chicago has the fire. Washington, ha- D.C. has? D.C. United. Very well done. The San Jose, San Francisco area is kind of merged into some, you know, booming megaopolis or something. Also one of the biggest markets in America. They have the earthquake. Look at you go. Look at you go. <laughs> Number six would be the greater Boston area, which is really almost like a New England measuring stick more than Boston. Again, it's almost 10 million people when you view it a certain way. They have the New England Revolution. They actually share Gillette Stadium with the Patriots. Look at you go. Dallas is next. Do they have an MLS team? Like, it's really this simple. It's it's this simple that you, you just go down the list. Oh, man, figuring out this MLS expansion stuff. It's not at all complicated to know who the candidates are. I don't care how many other things you go have going for you. If you can't show the MLS, did you ever use a uh, – what do you call those things to, to measure the radius? Did you ever a have – A protractor. In, in uh, grade school? Geometry, have, yeah. Okay. You got to be able to put one of those on the map and show I've got 2 million-plus living in within, within this radius. There's only 30 to 35 markets that can say that. 
Dallas has an MLS franchise, in case you didn't know. My hometown of Philadelphia, eighth biggest market by one measuring stick. They have the Union. Did you know that they're leading their conference at the time? Quick aside. Houston is next. They, too, have an existing MLS franchise. Miami is next. They don't have one playing, but they are one of the three being rolled out over the next two years. David Beckham's team. Very well done. Atlanta is next. When mega-billionaire Arthur Blank, owner of the Atlanta Falcons, wanted an MLS team, and in his case had a really, really nice new stadium to offer, <laughs> that's even better. The money is not better than David Tepper's money, but the stadium definitely better than a made-for-football Bank of America stadium in Charlotte. When Arthur Blank, mega-billionaire, wanted an MLS franchise, did he get one in Atlanta? Yes, he did, and they've become one of the greatest success stories in the history of the MLS. They pack record-setting attendance into its Mercedes-Benz Stadium, right, where the Falcons play. One of the state-of-the-art stadiums for football or soccer anywhere in the United States of America. So I just went through 11 markets. What do they have in common? All 11 have an MLS franchise either there or on the way in Miami's case. Now you get to the next tier. Charlotte is on the next tier. Depending on your measuring stick, Charlotte's like 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, whatever, in the country. Now David Tepper's money's behind it. That was not the case a year ago. Remember, that was the NASCAR guy buying up land east of Charlotte and not knowing if he had the acreage, not knowing if he had the politicians' cooperation, not knowing if he had tax breaks. No, that's out the door. That's too many unknowns. Now it's Tepper... I'm worth $13 billion. Here's Bank of America Stadium. 30,000 of our Panthers fans have said they would buy season tickets, and X percentage of our Panthers sponsors have said they would sponsor an MLS franchise here as well. So you can show spreadsheet style whatever data you've collected from your existing sponsors and existing fans. Hey, man, we're a ready-made Atlanta-style MLS expansion franchise waiting to happen. That's a big deal. Now, there are other markets even bigger than Charlotte or Raleigh. Again, Charlotte, top 20 market in the country, Raleigh, top 30, which is why the triangle, better put than Raleigh, is, is a contender as well. Not a ready-made stadium, not $13 billion in net worth, but on the short list, half a dozen or so best contenders. Raleigh's on that list. Charlotte, I believe, is now way up there with St. Louis and Sacramento as the MLS is going from 27 to 30. Detroit's a big place. Don't have an MLS team, but don't really have their ducks in a row either. Phoenix is a big place. They do not have an MLS team, but they don't have their ducks in a row either. Seattle's next. They have a team. Orlando is next. They have a team. Minneapolis is next. They have a team. Cleveland is next. And with Akron and Canton, they're like a, a region. They have a lot of people. But the Columbus MLS franchise is like 90 minutes away, I think. So Cleveland's not really a contender. I'm not even sure they're trying to be a contender. So at this level, when you play the demographic game, it starts to vary a little bit. But what are the common denominators? You got to have the population, and then you have to have the owner slash money slash stadium slash it helps to have a grassroots soccer tradition. Arsenal is playing Italian power Fiorentina at Bank of America Stadium tomorrow in Charlotte. It's part of something called the International Champions Cup, which is 12 top international soccer clubs from some of the best leagues in the world. 
from representing six different countries, playing in a whole bunch of American venues. One of those venues is Charlotte slash Bank of America Stadium. That's showing the MLS your soccer culture, not just that game, but a bunch of others. The U.S. women's national team has been there. The U.S. men's national team has been there. These international tournament games have been there. So you're in the neighborhood market size with places like St. Louis and Sacramento, two other finalists for these next three bids. You have the bigger money of David Tepper. You have the existing stadium with Bank of America Stadium. At some point, you're not big enough to host an MLS franchise. Somebody asked me about Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is viewed by a lot of people as a college town. You know, the University of Texas is there. I've actually been there. And, you know, you would think of, well, Chapel Hill's a college town, but Chapel Hill certainly doesn't have the population. Heck, where would you put a stadium in Chapel Hill? Chapel Hill's a tiny place, really. Charlottesville, Virginia is a great college town. We're not putting an MLS franchise there, right? Ann Arbor, Michigan is a great college town. Wonderful football stadium. Ann Arbor is not hosting a professional sports franchise. For, I looked this up. Austin, Texas, while a college town, kind of, didn't Mac Brown complain about traffic problems? He and Sally yeah. couldn't get around town. <laughs> he said since they got back to Chapel Hill, they've been 45 minutes early for every- everywhere they've gone. Because <laughs> they made a habit of leaving <laughs> an hour early for their commitments in Austin, Texas, when he, of course, was the longtime Longhorns head coach. So, yeah, th- they have the college town the way we think of it with Chapel Hill now that they've moved back to coach the Tar Heels. Austin, Texas – when they there's like a five county area that Austin, Texas is in the middle of, 2.2 million people. Again, this is the same bottom line over and over and over. Every existing MLS franchise meets this threshold. Every one that's been announced for the next three meets this threshold. And I believe all the major contenders for the 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 get to 33 also meet this threshold. Demographically, Raleigh and Charlotte both are contenders. Culturally and money-wise and stadium-wise, Charlotte is putting itself in a totally different world. At some point, the MLS runs out of places to expand to. Why, why are all the leagues we follow in the, what is it, 30 to 32 range? Because you start getting to places that just don't have enough people to host. Like Nashville, Tennessee would barely be a top 30 market, okay? They have the Predators of the NHL, but they only got them relatively recently, right? This is a growing city. 20 years ago, Nashville, Tennessee didn't have professional sports, right? One by one, they got the NFL, then they got the NHL, and now we know they're getting an MLS expansion franchise soon. In part, why? Well, now they've grown past the $2 million, I mean 2 million people plus neighborhood. You go the next step down, it's places like the Triad in our state. It's Have you ever been to Virginia Beach slash Norfolk? That's a pretty big place. Yeah, they, they lobbied for a while to get – they used to have an old professional basketball team, the Virginia Squires. Correct. And remember, it was rumored a few years ago they had a, a team over there that had efforted to try to get the Sacramento Kings to relocate. But the, the bottom line was that it's just not big enough of an area. And, and that's it. it. Like Triad – Third biggest market in North Carolina, not quite the population you need. Virginia Beach slash Norfolk, huge market by Virginia standards, not quite the numbers that you need. Louisville, Kentucky, 
Great college program with the Cardinals, now members of the ACC. Not quite big enough. Greenville, South Carolina is a top 40 market. Not big enough. You know, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. You start getting down to places like Birmingham, Alabama. Again, college sports, yes. Hosting a pro sports franchise in one of the five biggest professional sports here in North America? Not really. And, and that's the bottom line. You want to get to 30 if you're the MLS, and yet there are only 30 to 35 markets big enough to really host you right now. And some of these demographic shifts, yes, they change over a long time. I've been in North Carolina for 32 years. I've seen Raleigh-Durham listed as one of the best places to move to in, in America. Seriously. I'm telling you, it was on magazine covers in 1987 when I got to the state. It's still on magazine covers as one of the best places to move to in the United States 32 years later. Charlotte makes those lists often as well. The triad does sometimes as too. Those are our three biggest markets. Charlotte top 20, Triangle top 30, Triad top 40. You get to top 40, you're not big enough. You get top 20, and you add David Tepper, now you're a leading contender for the MLS coming to a stadium, not quite near me, but perhaps near you if you're listening closer to the Charlotte, North Carolina area. 1-800-849-2761. There will be an announcement, by the way, at the MLS All-Star Weekend later this month. St. Louis is expected to be announced as franchise number 28. There is a $200 million expansion fee for these new teams. That's pocket change for David Tepper, right? $13 billion. At what point do you flinch when you hear a number? If, you, if you're worth $13 billion, what is that number? A billion? I don't know what it is. One-thirteenth of your net worth, does that make you flinch? Or do you yawn? Do you just knock your, your brass balls back and forth on your desk if you're David Tepper? These are obviously drastically different degrees. But maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a 12th? One-thirteenth. One I know, Darren, we're going to have to do some high-level math for yeah. your net worth. We'll, we'll process. What, what's one-thirteenth of the net worth of a 20-something, 30-something up-and-coming play-by-play man? We'll do that math during the break. We'll get back to your free-for-all Friday phone calls on the other side. 1-800-849-276-1. The weekend upon us includes some good Major League Baseball matchups, Nationals at Braves among them. It includes the Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. Mariona Rivera, the greatest closer in the history of baseball, will be the headliner on Sunday as part of a six-man class. The trade deadline is baseball in, in baseball is less than two weeks away. The San Francisco Giants legendary left-hander Madison Bumgarner, a pro product of the great state of North Carolina, is expected to be on the move to a contender at some point between now and that July 31st trade deadline. NFL training camps are back in some cases and will be back soon for the Panthers and everybody else in that league. We'll get you a British Open leaderboard update on the other side, and we'll come back to Patrick and others who want to steer our our ship questions comments complaints prognostications are all welcome 1-800-849-2761 is how you can be next on the david glenn show mike krzyzewski joining us we asked folks you work with at duke if you've changed or mellowed over the years well you know mellow is having a glass of wine and looking over you know the sunset you know <laughs> uh, i don't see how you can be mellow and coach a game that can't happen if it does then you shouldn't be coaching keep it here on the david glenn show
Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Jonathan's in Chapel Hill. Patrick is in Raleigh. Others calling from the mountains to the beaches and everywhere you'd want to live in between. Our one and only guest, Bob Herrick, joined us live from the British Open. Some big names are either officially out or soon to be officially out. Those include Tiger Woods, Adam Scott, Phil Mickelson, and barring a late miraculous run, Rory McIlroy, the hometown favorite, if you will, at the biggest sporting event in the history of Northern Ireland. We'll keep you up to date on that. The big names that are in the top 10, J.B. Holmes of the United States, is tied for the lead with Irishman Shane Lowry at minus eight. Lee Westwood and Tommy Fleetwood, fellow Englishman, among those tied at seven under par and tied for third place, Justin Rose, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, Patrick Reed, John Rahm, Matt Kuchar, also in that top ten counting ties as the cut is projected at plus one last I looked. And we have some compelling golf waiting for us on Saturday and Sunday on the other side of the pond. Jonathan in Chapel Hill has the MLS on his mind as we broke down why I think Charlotte has gone from extreme long shot to high-ranking contender as the MLS has 24 teams now, has already announced three more on the way, and has declared it will get to 30 soon. Miami and Nashville are going to make it 20, 26 teams for the MLS starting in 2020. Austin, Texas is going to be number 27. I'm convinced that St. Louis will be announced later this month at, as number 28. The only other cities mentioned earlier this week by the MLS in an official statement besides St. Louis which again I think is on the cusp of getting one now that the NFL isn't there anymore they have a great population and less competition for the sports dollar St. Louis is going to get one after that Sacramento is a contender Las Vegas is a contender and Charlotte is a contender those are the only three cities mentioned by the MLS this week after David Tepper was part personally of the city of Charlotte's presentation to the MLS expansion committee, Raleigh is still on the radar. So are places like Phoenix and Detroit and San Diego and Tampa. Again, they've said they're getting to 30. That means two more spots, even after St. Louis is announced. Someday they might get to 32. Jonathan and Chapel Hill's wheels are turning, and I kind of like how they're turning. Jonathan, welcome to Free For All Friday. Go right ahead. Top of the weekend to you, DG. Hope you're doing well. Please pardon the noise. There. All good. I'm now past it. Uh, I would like 48 teams, and here's how we're going to do it. Oh, wow. At the end of the year, God bless their souls, Durham and Charlotte are tied for the worst record in the top tier. So they have to play each other, and the loser goes to the bottom 24 because we actually have relegation in North wow. America. Wow. Bringing relegation to our side of the pond. I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't think your pipe dream is crazy. Are you deep down inside rooting for an MLS franchise to land in both Charlotte and Raleigh? I am, in part because we don't have an interstate rivalry. Yeah. I mean, we have our college rivals, obviously. Bubble, you know, the Knights and the, and the Bulls, do right. think. Uh, I don't think you're crazy. Uh, as I mentioned, I believe Charlotte is now neck and neck with places like Sacramento and Vegas as among the best candidates to be MLS number 29 or MLS number 30. Again, David Tepper is a big force behind that, but he's not the only force behind it. He hired a Panthers executive, so he's technically an employee of the Panthers, and yet this guy has a soccer background where he has helped other cities lure MLS franchises. So 
David Tepper's dead serious and throwing his $13 billion behind this. I think that Raleigh, and if we've all read about this, if that Kane Realty is this magical company, the guy's direct, the director of Kane Realty, I believe, is John Kane. Uh, Darren, are you familiar with this guy? Maybe Jonathan is familiar with this guy. I, Maybe Jonathan <laughs> in Chapel Hill is actually John Kane. <laughs> Could he be? It, do you do you build stuff like you're a wizard? Gold. <laughs> John Kane runs Kane Realty. And for those of you who have been around the triangle, like North Hills is one of his amazing projects. And when you see the Raleigh bid for the MLS and the artist renderings, it, it was originally thought to be maybe the northern part of downtown Raleigh. Now it's going to be the southern part of downtown Raleigh. But they're buying acreage. And, man, the artist renderings are incredible. Steve Malik is the NCFC owner. He also owns the best women's soccer club on planet Earth, the North Carolina Courage. So he has an NWSL team. That's the highest for women in the United States. And he has the NCFC team that is just one step below the MLS. Of course, he has to have a new stadium if he's going to – go up the ladder of candidates. So right now, Raleigh, Charlotte would be among the top three or four contenders. Raleigh would be somewhere in the top eight, I guess. But without a stadium, you're not rising up the ladder. Kane Realty, and this dude is a wizard, seriously. Like, where there is nothing, he waves a magic wand and there is something beautiful. If he does this, and it's a multi-use facility, but it would be even better for soccer than what David Tepper is suggesting with Bank of America Stadium. Again, they'd have to tweak that football stadium to really, you know, make the MLS folks kind of click their heels and celebrate in every way about the Charlotte bid. What is only now sort of on paper, if that stadium becomes a reality in Southern Raleigh, I'm telling you, Darren, Maria and I are pulling up stakes in North Raleigh I'm getting tired of the lawn and the yard <laughs> and the maintenance. We have too much square footage. Anthony's at ECU. Avery's going into her senior year of high school. I'm telling you, man, we're getting a condo in downtown Raleigh. I'm going to help Steve Malik, and maybe Kane Realty will hire me as a consultant or a spokesperson. I'll take like a dollar just to be associated with that guy. I'm not kidding. He's amazing. He, he changes landscapes. He helps your chances of getting an MLS franchise. He's amazing. Steve Malik, Kurt Johnson's another amazing dude with NCFC. There's plenty of talent, plenty of brain power, not Tepper-type money, but now there's a better plan for a stadium. If you make that stadium a reality and go back, maybe you don't get one of the 30 franchises, right? MLS has said we're going to 30. They're running out of time, Raleigh, to be one of those 30. If St. Louis gobbles one up this month, originally they thought Sacramento might be named this month. Maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe Charlotte leapfrogs Sacramento and shocks the world. I don't know. I think at 30, it'll be too early for Raleigh. I think by 30, Charlotte has a great chance to be one of those 30. But you know they're going to eventually go to 32. What if Kane Realty pulls this off? What if this beautiful artist rendering becomes a reality? Maria and I are moving to downtown Raleigh. We're going to be season ticket holders for NCFC or whatever it's called if they make this a reality. I want Austin Deleuze to still be playing by the time we get an MLS. Will he do that? I mean, he's in freakishly good shape. I think is he old by soccer standards? 
One of my favorite players yeah, I mean, he's and one an all-around great guy He's as definitely well. one of, if not the more tenured guys on the current North Look Carolina FC Look at you FC being all diplomatic. Roster. He's old by soccer <laughs> standards, right? No, he's really one of my favorite soccer players ever, Austin Deleuze. Uh, all-around good guy, friend of the program, interesting guest always. Can he hang on? Can he hang on for the MLS to come to North Carolina? I want Malik involved. I want Kurt Johnson involved. I want John Kane involved. I want you and I involved, and I want Austin Deleuze involved. Everything else is up for debate. As long as those things are in play, we're bringing the MLS to the capital city of Raleigh, North Carolina. Are you with me? I mean, I can't wait until retirement for this to happen. I can't. I, this has got to happen in like the next five years. I want to be able to retire knowing that we have almost every college and pro sport worth having in North America. And we're a couple short right now. We have everything else. We have golf and NASCAR and high-level college hoops, college football, college baseball, NFL, NHL, NBA with an asterisk, at least until the Hornets become more relevant. <laughs> like we, we, have, we get the MLS and both Charlotte and Raleigh with our syndicated statewide platform. What The sky's been the limit for 25 years now, Darren. There, there might be no sky left. What is it? Would it be a Major League Baseball yeah, franchise? Yeah, you, you knew I was going to say that. It would be Major League I Baseball. I will be retired. Yeah. Drinking adult beverages with my feet in the sand or on a yacht in the middle of the Caribbean, one or the other. I hope I'm not retired by then. Uh, it so might be you're, in like, we you're might, representing the 20 and 30-somethings. You're at least 30 years from retirement. Right. You think... Now, I'm, I'm talking like next five years for the MLS. Oh, sure. So I'm, I'm still going to be yeah. working. For Major League Baseball, not, that's, a, that's a different story. We're on a paid vacation. You never know when that's <laughs> – paid suspension, rather. You never know when that's going to come. One more dream that hasn't yet become a reality. You have a 30-year or more, I don't know, uh, career window. Do you think we could get a Major League Baseball – I mean, I'll be rooting for you from afar while being fed grapes by supermodels on my yacht in the Caribbean – uh, while traveling the world, but listening to Darren Vaught Enterprises, whatever you're doing at the time. <laughs> 30 years? What do you think? I, I think there's an okay chance. I, I wouldn't feel good about saying we'll definitely have Major League Baseball in 30 years. But. The only challenge is, it's, as a state, we have the population. I, I think we're the most populous state without an MLB franchise. Right. I'd have to double-check that to be sure. But 10 million-plus Every other state that large has at least one Major League Baseball franchise, right? So it's not our population that's the problem. And we've been one of the better, faster-growing states for like 30 years running, I think. It's the way our population is spread out. So where does the MLB franchise go? Is it Charlotte? Is it the Triad? Or is it the Triangle? Because our population is really spread out in our state. So you have people in the mountains, people at the beach, and then the three biggest are all big on their own. But by MLB standards, I don't think any of them is quite big enough with the stadium to go with it and with the downtown stadium. I don't know. I've, I've, I read about the, the triangle people who want to bring the MLB here. I root for them. When I was a young journalist, there was a, a group trying to bring it to the triad. Right, and the argument was I rooted for because them too. it was so spread out, that would be accessible to everyone, right? That yes. That was the argument with the triad. The, oh, theoretically, I'm talking about the triangle as a top 30 market and Charlotte as a top 20 market in the country. If you could convince the Charlotte area people to come 90 minutes north or whatever that would be, 60 to 90, 
and the triangle people to go 60 to 90 minutes west and then you have the you know a top 40 market in the triad you merge the three well now you're talking what would that be like that's like six to seven million people right that's the the huge chunk of our population if we're 10 million plus it's like six million plus just three combined statistical areas right (laughs) charlotte plus triad plus triangle plus six out of ten million are in three general areas right that's a lot but how many of those are driving 90 minutes to go to a major league baseball game we did that when i was a kid in the philadelphia suburbs when we lived in the city it was a short trip to south philadelphia we lived in northeast philly you go to south philly my grandma lived there could even stay overnight or whatever after the game right there on broad street when we moved to the suburbs, you know, 90 minutes, that's three hours round trip. You, you gotta, you can do that for eight home Panthers games. Yeah. We know friends in the Outer Banks, what is their round trip to Charlotte? That's a haul now. But eight times a year, it's worth it. You turn it into a weekend, you tailgate, you party like rock stars. Maybe you stay with us right there next to the Charlotte Knights Stadium. We've had a lot of fun there and did these last two days at the ACC kickoff event. I'm excited. I'm telling you, the MLS is coming to Charlotte at some point. And Raleigh ain't off the radar. Show me that stadium becoming a reality. Wave that magic wand one more time, John Kane. Please make it happen. And wouldn't that be a heck of a... MLS says they want regional rivalries. How's that? What's that? Two and a half hours away from each other by car? So you got Atlanta as another rivalry to the south. You got D.C. United as another rivalry to the north. You got the new Nashville franchise as a little rivalry to the west. And then Charlotte and Raleigh can just beat each other to smithereens in a way that, you know, besides the Charlotte Knights and the Durham Bulls in the International League, AAA baseball, uh, we don't have anything like that at the pro level. When we have NASCAR, Rubbins, Racing, those guys are all based in the Charlotte area. They like putting each other into the wall. At the college level, we all know what, Wolfpack and Blue Devil and Tar Heel fans like to do to each other. Sometimes that's worse than putting putting you through the wall, Rubbins racing style. It's going to happen, Darren. It's going to happen. Not the baseball part, although I'll be rooting for you as you turn gray. The soccer start, the soccer part, man. Charlotte's going to happen, and I'm rooting for Raleigh, even if I have to wait a little bit longer. One eight hundred eight four nine two seven six one. Last call for phone calls on Free for All Friday. You are steering our ship. Anywhere you'd like to visit in the sports universe, as long as it involves sports or our show or a combination of those two things, we will allow it. I got a Dan Lebetard question, Darren. He didn't stick to sports after there was a controversial political rally here in our state this week. And he, for those who don't know, is it the most popular sports radio show in the country? I, I would consider it. It's like sort of what Mike and Mike was, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Well, we have one of the largest regionally syndicated shows in the entire sports radio industry. Dan Levitard has one of the largest nationally syndicated shows in the entire sports radio industry, if he's not number one. He did not stick to sports earlier this week, Darren. And I was asked if I or he could get reprimanded by ESPN or other, any other superiors for such things. It's a misnomer. We don't work directly for ESPN. We're on a lot of ESPN radio stations, but ESPN is not Darren or my employer. 
Dan Levitard is an employee of ESPN, so he does have to theoretically play by different rules than we do. I may not have all the answers to those questions, but we'll get to as many of your calls as we can. 1-800-849-2761. Next on the David Glenn Show. Ruffin McNeil, welcome back. I know we'll always be a huge part of you and your family. You know, this will be my last coaching stop. After this, yeah, maybe join you in a radio show or Amen. do some of that. Yeah. We'll, but, be, we'll uh, be doing some remote shows from your boat in the middle of the Caribbean somewhere <laughs> if I have my way. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. The only answer I can give you on the Dan Levitard question is, yes, of course, we have bosses, we have sponsors, we have affiliates. I've told them all, I'm never going to stop being a human being. If you don't like it, tough. You can fire me, you can cancel me, whatever you want to do. If it ever gets to the point where while sticking to sports for the most part, some things invade the sports world and I'm supposed to pretend that we're not allowed to talk about it because it's a, an intersection of politics and sports ain't going to happen. I'm just telling you. I got a whole lot of people ready to hire me if the people who have relationships with me would like to dump me over a nonsensical reason like David shared his human being thoughts when sports and politics overlapped with one another. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen ever. So if those moments bother you, you better get used to it because I ain't changing when it comes to things like that. One of the only requests they give, by the way, and Darren, I don't know if you've ever been in any of these heated meetings or not, but one of the only requests they give is be, you know, be nonpartisan about it. And, and that's what I have been for 32 years. I'm anti-pathological liar. So whether you're a conservative or a liberal or a Republican or a Democrat, if you're a pathological liar, I'm calling you out, period. My life is too short. I'm, in, I'm not into hero worship or blind partisanship. So I'm doing it in a nonpartisan way. If you're a pathological liar on one side, I'll call you out. If you're a pathological, pathological liar on the other side, I'll call you out. When HB2 came up, there were liars on both sides. And it started to impact our sports world, that law. And I called out the pathological liars on both sides. You know what the sponsors and the owners and the syndicators and the affiliates all say after a situation like that, we needed somebody to tell the truth when the extremists at both ends of the political spectrum were lying to the citizens of North Carolina. My legal background gives me certain expertise in some of these sports issues. Uh, so, yeah, I'm anti-sexism. I'm anti-racism. I'm anti-religious bigotry. I'm pro-free and independent media. Like, are those partisan things? I hope they're not partisan. I mean, if your party is in favor of those bad things or against those good things, you know, it might be time to become an independent like me. Final thoughts and TV picks as we come down the stretch next. UNC coach Roy Williams is joining us. You are uncomfortable with your name in the same sentence as Dean Smith. I know that I will never be as good as he was in, in any way. Yet when I hear people say those things, yeah, those things are pretty neat. I, but I try to make sure that's about as far as I go. Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We are coming down the stretch on today's program. And down the stretch they come. This is a song called Lovely Cruise by one of my favorites, Jimmy Buffett. I actually watched and listened to a Buffett concert at Radio Margaritaville last night, Darren, after our drive back from Charlotte. That's what a dedicated guy I am. I can't get to a concert. I'm tuning into it anyway. 
We try to make it a lovely cruise for our statewide listeners here on the David Glenn Show. We thank you for putting up with us on those days where we crash you into the rocks accidentally. And we are happy to share with you those more lovely days on this cruise through the sports world. This week's, this weekend's TV highlights, and thanks to Bob Herrig of ESPN for joining us from the British Open. I'd say led by the British Open, but remember, Baseball Hall of Fame ceremony, Mariano Rivera and otherwise, that is Sunday. The NASCAR guys are in New Hampshire. Manny Pacquiao fights tomorrow on Fox Pay-Per-View. A lot of good baseball as well. Enjoy the games. We hope to see you Monday, noon to 3 on The David Glenn Show. Mr. President, Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina, love the people of North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show.